Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of Small Talk, Bigger Ideas. I am your host, Neil Lopez. And on this podcast, I interview fellow creatives and we just chit chat and have small talk and talk about their passions as far as creativity goes, hoping that it inspires you to come up with a bigger idea or ideas. Today's guest is Andrew Warner. And Andrew um, is a creative in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. And um, he has his YouTube channel. And um, I'll let you introduce yourself to the viewers and the listeners. Yes, hi, my name is Andrew. Like uh, Neil was saying, I am a creator in Toronto, Canada. I've been doing uh, basically YouTube videos pretty much for the most part of one year right now. Um, I basically have the ambition to uh, use my YouTube videos that I create just as a uh, stepping stone to go ahead and uh, get into the industry create client work and just do a whole bunch of documentaries and make films and stuff like that. So that's pretty much uh, it with me for the most part. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, you know, the pressing question that I ask, because I'm interested in what's going on in the world with other folks, considering everything that's going on, um, just interviewed uh, the shelf man. He's in the Netherlands. You're in Canada. So how are things going on right now with everything that's going on with this pandemic and whatnot? Is it is it affecting your creativity or things getting back to normal? How has it been this past several months? Uh, for the past several months or so, it's been very uh, on and off. In the, in the mm-hmm. early stages, obviously, it's, it was a lot more... Um, difficult because it was new and fresh back in uh, March when it really hit a lot of us. Mm -hmm. And so around that time when it was a lot of uncertainty, and there still is uncertainty right now, but Mm -hmm. uh, when it was like more uncertainty at that time, it was um, really uh, draining on my creativity. Like I just had absolutely zero energy to actually want to create something. No ideas were flowing. Uh, Anything that I would create would... I basically would just think it's this trash. So that's how it was in, in the early stages. But over the last couple of months or so, it's been actually getting better. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting more into the flow of being creative and, and doing a lot more creative stuff. Clearly uh-huh. not as, as much as I want to at this point, but it's just a uh, it's just a work in progress for me right now. Right, right. I kind of feel the same way. Things are getting back to whatever normal that we were at beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, and, you know, not to get into politics, but I really think depending on who wins the election here, it's either going to get better or severely worse. So I'm just hoping for the best. Take it day by day. That's all we can do. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So let's talk about um, your channel and go ahead and, you know, give the listeners and the viewers your channel. Um, so they can find you and just tell them a little bit more in detail what your channel is about. You did mention, you know, some creativity things and like short films and stuff like that. Uh, so my channel is, uh, the Andrew Warner, um, on my channel, I basically do, uh, just like a lot of different creative things, like a lot of, uh, short stories I do. Um, I do some, uh, personal development type of stuff, just, just like stuff that's very different for the most part than you that you typically see on a lot of other videos uh, that people make on YouTube. 
Right, right. And I, I like the video. And I hate to compare you to somebody else because you are who you are. But that Matt Diavella style that you were doing, I love it, man. It's it's creative. And I, and I love that. I tried it. I think I sucked at it at doing that video. Um, I think it was about being burned out. I can't remember now. It's been a few weeks. But I, I like that style of content. But 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 that type but that video that you did a couple of weeks ago, Neil. Honestly, I love that video. Like I yeah. honestly love that video a lot. It was it was so. different and it was so cheesy. <laughs> but I figured, hey, some do something other besides a, a tech review or talk about a camera. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. And, and, and and you know, uh, I, like I said, I've been doing this for roughly about a year, pretty much right now. So, um, and. That comparison is something that a lot of people recently have actually been compared me to. And it's not like I don't mm-hmm. want the comparison, you know, because, yeah. you know, Matt is his own person. I don't want to be uh, right, seen right. as trying to copy him and copy right. his stuff. But uh, the, the type of videos that I make, that's just the type of videos that works for me at this present moment. It's just mm-hmm. um, what I really vibe with. I, I can't really get into making like tech uh, videos and making um, comparison videos like that because I just don't have that same type of passion, and, right. and I don't have that, and, and I don't have the type of knowledge uh, as of yet to really uh, talk camera talk and stuff like that, um, right? To, to to make it well, believable. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where um, I felt like I've felt into the like the typical realm of things: camera reviews, gear recommendations. So I definitely want to change the dynamic up, but I, I like it because. You know, a lot of a lot of people can't pull that off, and your cadence when you do that type of content is really, really good. Um, and every now and again, I may try it again, but it's not something that I'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to keep on doing that." But you know, maybe some more some more vlogging and stuff like that. I guess once you know, I mean, things are pretty much back to normal now. I would say, um, or you know, at least churning that way. So. Um, enough about me and that. Um, so on, what made you want to start your YouTube channel? I mean, that's probably a question that many people would think to ask and, and want to know because there's a lot of people that may think YouTube is too saturated, their opinion doesn't matter, and I try to tell everyone that it does. Perspectives are always a good thing. Now, the, well, well, the thing is, like, I actually had no intentions of actually starting a YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, like, I wanted to... Uh, basically learn how to do filmmaking, how to make film, sorry, how to make films and uh, get into that realm of making films and doing client work and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I figured that YouTube uh, for the moment would be a good uh, learning place for me just to learn the ins and outs of how to uh, put together like a little short film, like a five, 10 minute film or so. Um, mm-hmm. just, just basically how to structure it. And how, how I actually got into this whole thing is just basically just by fluke. Um, I happened to be, back, back in 2018, I happened just to be scrolling on Instagram, um, just, just checking up people's stories and stuff like that. And I, I came across a creator, uh, Jesse Driftwood, um, mm-hmm. who, did, who, like, who does like a lot of uh, stories, Instagram stories. And I, I checked out a couple of his stories and then was interested in his stories and actually I tried to uh, copy some of his stuff and failed miserably, <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, after doing that, I, I found out he had a YouTube channel and then I found uh, 
you know, other creators like Peter McKinnon, uh, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other people. And then I, I said to myself, you know what? I can possibly do this same thing that they're doing. All I just mm-hmm. need to do is try and right. just give it a good shot. And that's exactly what I did. And uh, so far, I'm one year into it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been an interesting uh, it's been an interesting one year so far. Right. And they and they make it look so easy. And it's not. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I have no clue. I just sit in front of the camera. I do basic stuff. And it's like their transitions and their warps. And I'm like, oh, yep. one day, though, one day um, for sure. But um, I had a question on my mind I was going to ask you. But how about yourself? Like, 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 what's your story? Like, I, I don't know. I don't really know your story fully. Oh, OK. So, <laughs> so, uh, so how did you I get start- started? I started YouTube about, uh, let's see, took a nine-month break, did it for four months, been back for about four months. So close to a year and a half ago, I started YouTube, Okay, okay. and it was just going to be vlogs, basically. I was doing the same vlog thing that everyone was doing, and I basically did it for about three months, and I had some personal issues arise, breakup, relationship, you know, crap. So that kind of deterred my mental focus from that. Took a nine-month hiatus, if you will. So I came back about four months ago, approaching four months ago, and just decided, well, I want to do this. Um, I have a lot of different gear that I, you know, that is budget conscious, and I want to basically share that. And it was, you know, kind of newer stuff because I was still acquiring gear. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's start up YouTube again. And I've actually been growing pretty good, which is, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is which is pretty awesome. I mean, you know. And, and now it's like, oh, I want more, you know, because it's yeah. it's like uh, you see a video, maybe do a thousand views. And then this one does three thousand and this one only does three hundred. And you're like, why? You know, so <laughs> I don't have I don't have the YouTube algorithm, fil- fi- you know, figured out yet. But my whole thing is, is, you know, a lot of people get on YouTube for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. I think first and foremost, you should be sharing your passion, sharing your thoughts, sharing your knowledge. People consume value. And that's, I think, at the end of every day is what's most important. And it doesn't matter if you don't get to a thousand or a million people, as long as you resonate with one and it helps one. For me, that's good enough. And it's just fun now at this point. I I think I'm starting to become more comfortable on camera. I'm trying to be funny. You know, sometimes (laughs) I do little skits or add little pieces in and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's just it's just fun for me right now. It's it's definitely not a, a revenue source mm. by any means. Um, and what I was saying, people getting you know into YouTube for the wrong reasons. Um, I've made like seventeen dollars since I've been monetized, and that's been a month. So like seriously, <laughs> if you're thinking about getting into YouTube for money, don't because it's it's not going to happen right off the bat. Um, definitely not. For, off but the for bat. me. Yeah, but for me, getting monetized was just like kind of like a milestone. Now I want to mm-hmm. move onward to building my audience and, and having um, my thoughts shared to them and maybe helping people. Yeah. So that's really the objective for me. Um, so as far as what I'm doing right now, you know, some YouTube, I'm starting to really dive into weddings because I've been a photographer, been doing photography. I'm a photographer for the past eight months. Um, but now I'm trying to get back into video and I've okay. been able to get it hooked up with a company to do some contract work. So I have a plan for 2021. Um, I'm going to put together hopefully a really nice demo reel 
and start booking a lot of my own jobs. So that's my plan. But I'm just trying to make it to the end of the year. That's all I need to do. Like, I guess like most of us, you know. And and and, that, and what you said about uh, having that 2021 plan uh, is interesting because that's that's the, well that's the step that I want to take uh, mm-hmm. ultimately is just to start you know basically uh, getting more client work doing client work on the side and and taking it more seriously um, because I feel doing that is just gonna you know hone my skills even more but also mm-hmm. get you know paid paid at the same time but. Right. Uh, it's, it's just a, a process. I'm just not really sure exactly how to start, where to start at this moment. Um, mm-hmm. Because because YouTube right now is just very uh, time-consuming, uh, taking up a lot of time, and then I work a day job as well. So right. it's, it's just, just a matter, I guess, of prioritizing to see what's uh, what to do first. So I'm just mm-hmm. trying to figure out that next step. Uh, hopefully for 2021 is when I'm going when I'm, when I'm to be... Um, uh, doing like some client work, hopefully. Um, right. So that's my goal. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. It's, it's hard to, to do YouTube. I think, you know, again, a lot of folks don't understand the time it takes to put into a video, making a good video. And hopefully, you know, someone will watch it. I have the luxury to be doing enough freelance work to make it. But my plan for 2021 is not just make it and, you know, to actually obviously generate more income um, on YouTube, of course, uh, whether that's selling my digital products or whatnot. But yeah, it's tough. It's tough, especially having a full-time job. And when I started YouTube, I had a full-time job, so I didn't put out very many you know, videos, whatnot. But so I'm in a better place now that I can do that. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, it's always good to have goals, obviously, and to have oh, yeah, plans. Definitely, definitely. And at least if we try to execute them, then we can say we tried, you know, it may not happen right away when we wanted to, but it will, it will happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Agree. 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 Yeah. But, um, you know, what I realized too, being a creator, I guess, if you will, is, um, you know, we kind of touched base, I think a while ago, and then I got back on Twitter and that's how we've been communicating. And like, you're the man on Twitter. It's like a low-hanging fruit I didn't even know about. It's like you tweet something and people like it. I'm like, hey, what's going on here? You know, so that's how I've been, you know, hooking up to do these podcasts to Twitter. Like, Twitter's a low-hanging fruit, you guys, for creators. I think any creator, no matter what you do, art, photography, videography, you should be on there. I mean, you seem to get a good response when you tweet. Uh, well, well, the thing is about Twitter. Interesting story about Twitter. So a little bit about a little bit about my backstory. I was on Twitter back in 2010, and uh-huh. I was in a completely different industry. I was in content marketing and digital marketing. I was in that world, and um, I was doing that uh, for like a couple of years. I got off of Twitter because I, I got off of Twitter in 2012 because everything was the same, and I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. And I was off of Twitter completely from 2012 until April 2019. Uh, mm. Got back on, got back in April 2019, and then it was just like, well, I want to pursue this other path. Sorry, this other path of uh, filmmaking here, mm. and uh, so I just needed to do what I needed to do best and just try to make connections. So I was just making a lot of connections with a lot of people, uh, mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to understand filmmaking because I was a novice and I'm still a novice, uh, but I was even more of a novice at the time and just mm-hmm. making a whole bunch of connections with people, uh, building rapport with a whole bunch of people. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and basically that's that's how it is. So so you saying that you know I, I might put out a tweet or something and it gets like a response or whatever that doesn't get several responses. <laughs> it doesn't like, happen. It doesn't happen. Dude, like, I put out like a tweet that. and I may get like one, two, three, and that's from one of you or the shelfman <laughs> and one other random person. I'm like, oh, but you know I haven't been back on there that long and I don't tweet that much. I, I guess I, I live more on. Uh, Instagram and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm definitely I need to dive into the platform because I like the, the talk amongst the creators there. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, I yeah. like the conversations that are had. So, you know, I the used com- to always think, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The conversations are the best um, by far out of every single platform: Instagram, uh, Facebook. Well, Facebook mm-hmm. is good in terms of some groups and whatnot, but right, uh, right. Twitter, Twitter is basically where it is, where mm-hmm. everybody is. So it's it's just yeah, it's uh, like real really engagement. Place. You know, it's not just yeah. one one. It's not just a post and then one comment and then that person goes away. It's like steady engagement, which is cool. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah oh, for yeah. sure. So the work that you're looking to do, your plan for 2021, are you looking to do more like short film or corporate work? Like, what's, what's your kind of idea of the, the niche that you want to fall into? Uh, and, and, well, and more specifically, why? Well, what I want to do primarily is to do, like, a lot of... Uh, well, I want to do documentaries. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to be able to create the type of content that's just really meaningful and, and has a meaning because everybody has a story, but not everybody has a not everybody has the ability to have their story told. And I want right. to be able to um, share people's stories uh, through making documentaries and, and short films and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, for the most part, the short films that I'm making right now is just basically myself in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they're I good to, though. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. <laughs> but but th- thank you. But, but, I mean, but I want to uh, expand from that and, mm-hmm. um, and involve like a, a lot more other people and then uh, just basically do more documentary type of work. Because um, like I said, like everybody has a story. Not everybody has the ability to have their story told and have their story uh-huh. shared. Uh, so that's going to be something that I'm going to be looking into to, for 2021. Um, uh-huh. I've already talked to a couple of people um, who wouldn't mind me making a documentary for them. So I am uh, trying to get that into works. Um so that's pretty much going to be my plan, plan for Yeah, that's pretty much going to be my plan for 2021, yeah. just, to, just to create a lot more personal projects like that and right. uh, hopefully be able to con- uh, connect and communicate with um, uh, like non-for-profits or something like that and then be able to make content for them through client mm-hmm. work, basically, you know, so. Right. And then maybe if you're doing something freelance for like a, a person, you know, the Vice Network or Netflix will pick it up and send you a fat check. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. That, that would be awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not turning that down. <laughs> right, right. So how are you liking the S1 now? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing... Yeah, are we, are we still rolling? We're rolling on your end? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about the S1 because that's the next question I was going to ask you. What did you think about all these cameras? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And Sean Brooks, let me tell you something in case you see this. I love my S1. 
I do. I really do. I've used it for a couple of videos. Sean is not going to like this. The... Sean is not going to like that. No, he's not going to like it. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has this love affair with Fuji, but it's okay. It's okay. We all like what we but like. Mind you, that, but, but, but mind you, that love affair is only recent because he was just on the Panasonic train right. recently, right? Yeah, so. he was on, you were on Panasonic, Sean, so don't be acting all new, bro. I, know, I mean, seriously. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. You know how somebody gets excited about a new relationship and then a few months later they're like oh worst ever i'm just kidding (laughs) anyways um no but seriously i like my s1 it is good the autofocus with photo i've taken two sessions i've done two photo sessions is perfect it's fine it locks onto the eye video yeah so so right now i have it on autofocus and it's fine and a lot of times people don't understand and I've, I've explained this time and time again, and me and Sean talked about it too. As a videographer, you should be using manual focus if you want to have better shots, nail your shots and focus. It helps you with your composition, et cetera, et cetera. And like we talked about before, you use manual focus as well. Oh, yeah. Everything, every, so, everything's I mean, it's manual. Just, yeah, it's just a way to control what's going on versus having the camera do it for you. Yeah. Because especially I've realized that with weddings, Critical shots, you know, you can't miss them. You can't redo them, you know, and you don't want to keep asking people to do the same thing in in redundancy because you're relying on your camera to do the job that you're supposed to be doing. Anyways, I do like the S1. I want to get an S5 next. And then hopefully Panasonic has said the new autofocus firmware update and the way that it does that's on the S5 um, is coming across all their S-series cameras. So that would be awesome. But to sum it up, yes, I love my S1. I've been recording an H-Log because, unfortunately, I didn't get the V-Log upgrade. But the H-Log is really good. I mean, it's crispy, and it's probably mostly to do, well, it's both the camera and the lens. The Sigma lenses are really sharp. Mm. Um, I just have the 35 for it right now. So when I get the S5, I'll have a 20 to 60, and then I'll get a couple more lenses, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I love it. I like it. It feels good in my hands. It feels better than my EOS R that I had, my X-T4. And, you know, to each their own. Whatever works for you. Yeah. You know? And that's what me and him talked about. So what do you think about all these new cameras coming out? If anything else, 2020 has bought us um, bought us some great choices for cameras. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, I think personally... To each their own, like you said. Um, everybody has their own preference in terms of whatever camera they want that they that they want to uh, use that they they lust over. That's all fine, mm-hmm. but it's just a matter of what you can do with the camera and 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 the the, the type of work that you put out with the camera. Um, whether whether mm-hmm. it's the S1, whether it's the uh, XT4, whether it's uh, uh, R5, whether it's just whatever. Um, each of them have their each of them has their own uh, benefits that's better than the others, mm-hmm. uh, but they also mm-hmm. have their own fa- uh, their own flaws as well. So, I, I think it's just basically um, whatever camera that you have uh, that you're able to use and right. being able to to get the the best possible work that you can from it. Right. I mean, exactly. So. I agree. And and you know, there's no such thing as a perfect camera. Although, uh, I think Panasonic could have the perfect camera if they would fix the autofocus. 
And their whole argument is they don't want to put that layer in front of the in front of the sensor. They said it degrades picture quality, but everyone else is doing, you know, that anyway. So I mean, like, really, how much can it do? And they, I believe, their cameras are just built tough. They have excellent codecs. I mean, they've had excellent codecs since the GH5. I mean, that's still a relevant camera. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people that do documentary work and short film work still use that camera to this day. And I really think if the autofocus wasn't an issue for most people, they would have the perfect cameras. And, and, they have four. They have they have four K. They have six K. My camera actually is four K, and it will do a six K kind of like the One DX Mark II did with the Motion JPEG. Mm-hmm. It will it will do six K. I won't use that. I think the 4K looks great on it, even at the lower bit rate, because I don't have the V-Log upgrade yet to do 400 megabits um, or whatever it is. The all I um, like compression and codec in it. Anyways, they could have the perfect camera, I think, uh, if it wasn't for the autofocus lack. And, and especially if they come out with the G, uh, the GH6. G, G6, yeah. <laughs> I, hopefully Panasonic. I mean, come on. It's, it's been years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. And that small sensor, I think it's supposed to still be micro four thirds. Like, yeah. they would really shock people if they came out with that in 4K, better autofocus. Yes, it's still micro four thirds. But if if they were able to get the autofocus right and maybe throw in 4K 120 at least, I won't say 6K because I don't know if you can get that from that small sensor. Uh, but they would really be rocking onto something, especially if they priced it around two grand. I think. And 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 then a lot of people will then want to jump back on the uh, Panasonic ship because mm-hmm. they're changing the game. Because like you said, the GH five is already a beast. Uh, still, st- mm-hmm. still one of the best cameras out there. Uh, right. You know. So. I bet you. I bet you, Sean Brooks. Would want to jump back on the ship. Oh, Sh- oh, oh Sean is going to jump back as soon as, as, <laughs> as, as, soon as, yeah. as, as soon as the announcement comes down for the Panasonic GH6. Sean is going to come back. He's going to go right back. Yeah. He's going to be like, "Oh, exactly. Penny Gang, Penny Gang." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Sean, we'll leave you alone, man. We're just we're just messing around because we're all mutual friends. Sean Brooks was on the uh, first episode of the podcast, but yeah, uh, we're messing with him. But yeah, good good stuff, good stuff. Maybe he'll see this and he'll be like, "Whatever," because <laughs> he came on my last. He came on the S one video and he was like, "I just came here to say boo," and I was like, "Oh." Okay, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> so I got to give him some crap for it right now. But yeah, so out of the, all the new cameras that have debuted, which one excites you, if any? Like if you were able and wanting to get a camera right now, maybe between a A7S III, the R5, the R6, um, or the Panasonic S5, maybe, because you're, you're using Panasonic now. Out of those cameras, which one would you probably get just i'd like your perspective and why hmm. um realistically i probably well, well if i'm doing a lot of uh research and hearing this a lot of chatter on twitter and stuff like that uh the the a7s3 is looking kind of really good um, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I kind of want one of those too. It's, it's looking kind of really good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like, like Sony cameras in general are just really, really, really amazing. Um, right. 
And if if I had the choice, I I, I that might be the one that I choose if I had the choice. Um, mm-hmm. No disrespect to to what uh, Panasonic has right now and what they're mm-hmm. you know what they have right now, but right. But but I but, mean, it's a film. It's a filmmaker's camera. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And for what you do, it would make total sense. Yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, well, I, well, I'm not I'm not brand loyal really anyway right now. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Me either. I've already established I'm a camera whore. It's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. I'm good. So I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's 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 like, like the like the Sony uh, A7S III. Um, that mm. would probably be the camera that I would really uh, want to uh, to have. Of course, you know, a lot of people have been uh, pre-ordering it, and then some of them have already had their orders, and some of them unfortunately are on the backlist and might not get the order for a couple of months. So it's just a matter of, right. You know, this and that, but, um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much going to be, uh, my choice. If I had a choice, uh, if I had, if I had the funds right, right. now, that's probably is going to be the camera that I would actually get, uh, at this very mm-hmm. moment. How about yourself? Right. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, okay I mean, I mean other than the, other than the S one, uh, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> if I had the funds and the availability, I would. I well, see, I'm probably going to get an S5 in the next few weeks. I'm saying two to three weeks. And honestly, I think if I had to make a decision right now, not that I'm super vested into Panasonic, but I want to give Panasonic a fair shot, especially if they do a massive firmware update at the end of this year. And I'm liking what I'm seeing out of the S5. So right now, at twenty four hundred dollars for the Panasonic S five plus the twenty to sixty, and I got the thirty five, I would like to get that kit and get a twenty eight to seventy Sigma to swap in between them, or if I can afford it, as well as the fourteen to twenty four, and I want to rock with that for at least a solid year, mm. and maybe by then, I'll look at Sony stuff. You know, because the A7 IV will be out probably yeah. quarter three of next year. I'm going to do a video about that as far as rumors, even though I got eight up in my last rumor video about Sony for some reason. Um, <laughs> and the A7S III looks mighty attractive. But I'm sitting here thinking, you got to stop having gas, Neil, mm. your acquisition syndrome. <laughs> Get some stuff and deal with it. You know what I mean? And not really deal with it because it's more than capable stuff. What I need to do is start perfecting my craft instead of worrying about getting every new camera that comes up. Yeah, and, you know? and, and and that's the thing because I remember ba- I remember black uh, I remember back when um, uh, Black Magic was releasing the uh, 6K, mm-hmm. the Pocket Cinema 6K. Uh, everybody was on that. I was really interested in trying to get that camera or possibly get the 4K because they significantly reduced the 4K. Um, but I had just gotten the camera that I'm using right now, the the G7, and it's it's not a bad camera. Um, it's 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 meeting my needs right now, and I just mm-hmm. I basically want to be in a position where I learn everything I can about a camera before I move on to something else because. Right. I, I, otherwise, I, and, I, you know. Otherwise, I'm not really getting enough value, enough, and enough time with trying to learn the nuances of the camera that I have. So, um, I'm basically going right. to be rocking with this uh, G7 until, um, at least until sometime next year, until I decide the next step in which I'm going to uh, try to upgrade. 
and I'm not. I, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to upgrade to at that point. It, it might be. It yeah. might be the XT4. It might not be. It might be the S1. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord, no! <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no, no. I'm kidding. It might. It might not yeah. be. It might not be. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And it's it's whatever camera you feel is going to work best for you. Yeah. And that's really all it boils down to. It doesn't matter what anyone else has. It doesn't matter what you think you should buy because someone has it. It's like whatever you think is going to work best for you. And for me. I've already seen the quality that came out of the S1. That's why I got it, because a friend of mine has both the S1 and the S1H. And I'm liking what I see about the S5. I want to get two kits that can match each other. And so what if I have to manual focus? Okay, I'm I'm committed to perfecting that skill. Yeah. Because I think overall, like you said, if you focus and work on your skills and learn your camera like the back of your hand, it's going to make you better, period. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I don't think you can go wrong, but but don't get me wrong. Late next year, I'm, I still may look at a Sony. <laughs> you know, and it, it depends. It depends. I don't know. Because, I mean, I, between the S5, especially when they start to do the 5.9K RAW over HDMI, like, yes, 6K is overkill, but you can take that 6K image and downsample it to 4K. This actually does 6K too, not the same kind of raw capability, but a really nice 4K. Like, what more do I need? Mm-hmm. You know. And if I if I thought to myself, well, get an A7S III just because you can. Well, it's still just 4K. Yes, it's 4K 120, but come on, you know. For what I'm doing, the deliverables that I will be doing, because I plan on shooting a bunch of weddings next year. I hope. It, I don't need all that. And and for my yeah. and for myself, I don't even shoot. I don't even shoot one twenty. I never shot one twenty in my life, really. So, yeah. so, so what do I need with one twenty right now? Right, <laughs> right. If you don't have it, you don't need exactly, it, right? right? Yeah, it's like a friend of mine I was talking to the other day. He was like, "Bro, I I, I need that four K one twenty. I said, like, "Why?" He has a Sony A seven three. He's like, "Cause it's four K." And I'm like, "You don't need it. You've been rocking with the A seven Doing 120 and 1080, and it looks like butter. Mm. Why do you need it? You don't. You just want it. Is there a difference? So, yeah, I, I definitely need to do an episode about having gear acquisition syndrome yeah. because I think a lot of people, between that and FOMO, um, yeah. I think a lot of people have that issue. So. Oh yeah, it, it, it you know yeah. it, it, well it goes it goes hand in hand pretty much right. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody is going to be. Uh, uh, making a video when a new camera drops or a new gear drops or whatever else, and then it's like, oh mm-hmm. well, these you know the video of this item is just so nice. I want to have this right now, right? So, mm-hmm. but then yeah, and I think a lot of it's trying to keep up with the Joneses. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I realized a long time ago, I'm I'm not going to keep up with these big YouTubers. You know, because exactly. a lot of people don't understand they're not buying this stuff. It's given to them. Yep. So, of course, they can have every camera from every manufacturer known. And that's okay because they've worked for that. Yeah. They've worked up to that point to be able to afford those opportunities. You yeah. know, kudos to them. Hopefully, one day we can get there. But for now, I think as us small creators, we should be focusing on our art, you know what I mean, in our craft. And that's really the plan for me. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be a, a huge YouTuber with, don't get me wrong, I'd like to have that silver plaque one day. 
but it may be a few years. It's coming soon, but man. It's, it's coming soon. You're growing. You're, you're growing quick, man. It's coming soon. <laughs> right, right. I hope. But as far as having a million subscribers and being that YouTube superstar, no. I just want to make a good living and doing something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. That's it. You know, YouTube. I want to be supplemental fun. Yeah. And, and you know, well, you know? It, well, it should be fun as well, right? And 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 mm-hmm. when it's when it's not fun, um, then you're just working. I know it's going to sound counterintuitive, but you're just working too hard and taking it too seriously when it's no longer fun. So right, that's what I try to do as much as I can. Um, just try to make it as fun as I can be and not take it too seriously because I know, like you know, uh, I, I'm not making my money from YouTube at this moment. So why do I need to mm-hmm. stress so much about it if you know this video gets this amount of views or I have this much uh, subscribers or not? It's it's just fun for me mm-hmm. right now. I'm just I'm just learning. So that's basically right. what I'm doing. Right. And I and I'm trying to do the same thing and not look at the numbers so much. Um because at the end of the day, that really doesn't matter as much as providing value, entertainment, whatever you're trying to do, whatever your objective is for YouTube, I think is is more important. Uh, more important. So really if I could say anything, just have fun doing what you do, you know? And hopefully whatever you're sharing helps someone. And I'm sure it does. You know, people, people's voices and opinions matter if that's not evident, especially with everything else that's going on. Oh, but yeah. from a creative standpoint, it still makes sense from that standpoint, too, for the creative standpoint that it does matter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and, yeah, and, sure. and, and, and then the thing is, it's very difficult um, to to not look at the numbers on, on YouTube because it, it's just thrown in your face so much. Um, but you have to just try mm-hmm. your best to to just ignore it and just keep on focusing and focusing on just making the best content you possibly can make and the best content that's enjoyable for you to make as well. Um, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. Right. Exactly. Boom. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, as far as gear, getting gear, doing YouTube, you know, we've covered that today and Hopefully it gave you guys some perspective if you're looking to start a channel, if you're perplexed on what type of camera you should get, like basically bottom line, get what you think is going to work best for you. Think about your budget. Don't go crazy. Don't go broke doing it. You know, it's a it's a marathon, you know, not a race. So think about it in that perspective. Um, But yeah, Andrew, thank you so much for being on. I know we just uh, freestyled it today. Didn't really have any talking points, but it's always good to talk to another creator. Thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, It was was a a really good time. Yeah, yeah. I had a good time, too. So, um, again, The Andrew Warner on YouTube, correct? Yes, correct. And then on Twitter, because you're the man on there, so I need people to be on. (laughs) (laughs) Same handle on everything. IG, Twitter, YouTube, The Andrew Warner. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate it, man. All the way from Canada, Andrew Warner, go check out his social medias. Very cool guy. I really appreciate you being on today, man. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. And uh, thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Small Talk Bigger Ideas podcast. And we'll see you on the next one.